Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for listening today, whatever day that is for you. For me, it's the last week, the last couple of days of March 2018. And so that means we are closing in on the end of the first quarter of the year, which completely blows my mind to realize how fast that feels like it's gone. And that means that if you're listening to this episode this week, then you are about 25% of the way through your year, through 2018. So how's the year progressing for you? It's good, I think, to check in every now and again, uh, just to remind yourself that time is ticking by. And if you want to do certain things, if you want to make progress on them this year, then you've got to take some action. And if you haven't yet, then maybe this is a little rev up for you to kind of remind yourself of what you wanted to make happen this year. And this episode is actually about the impact of your language on the results that you get and maybe the results that you don't get and how you can use language to open up new possibilities and hopefully help create some positive progress for you. Now, I guess one of the reasons why this is top of mind for me is that I've joined a new mastermind group this year. And if you haven't come across the concept before, my mastermind group is generally a small group of people, although I've been part of mastermind groups that were actually really large and I didn't find them as effective for me. But generally, it's a group of people that come together just to support each other to progress and achieve certain goals to almost be, um, you know, like a cheer squad and provide some accountability and a sounding board, which is particularly useful when you are working for yourself and you don't have a team around you necessarily. So my mastermind is a group of six of us plus the two awesome chicks who are facilitating the group. And as a result of that sort of really kicking off in the last couple of weeks, some of the discussions that I've been having through that and hearing about some of the others in the group has really opened up a lot of reflection for me around where I'm at right now professionally and what I want to focus on and achieve this year and beyond. In fact, a lot of it is actually has been about looking to the bigger picture and challenging some of the things that I'm doing now and how I'm potentially holding myself back from doing more of what I really want to do. The thing is that I am really, really happy in lots of ways. And despite all of that, there's still more that I want to do both personally and professionally. So for me to keep growing, one of the things that I know that I need to do is to recognize my stories and especially the stories that are holding me back. Because once I recognize them, I know that I can choose to upgrade them by taking some different action, if that action is actually going to help move me forward. 
Now, I do this with my clients all the time, and it's so interesting how it can be so much easier to see other people's stories than it is to see your own. And that's totally true for me. So what's all this got to do with language, I guess? Uh, good question. Well, we all operate by a set of beliefs and stories that are made up, mostly that are designed to keep you safe which doesn't naturally lend itself to helping you grow. There's actually seven different types of beliefs that human beings have. And perhaps that's something I can do as a separate episode to go through what those seven beliefs are. But the one that I want to look at today are called identity beliefs. And identity beliefs are the stories that we tell ourselves about who we are and by default, who we're not. You know, it's what you think that you're capable of, what you associate with yourself. And it, importantly, and bringing around to the language, it's how you would complete the sentence, I am. Because anything you say after that sends a message to your brain about who you are, what you're attaching to yourself, what you're capable of and what you do want, what you don't want. And it's really freaking powerful and yet people are often quite dismissive of it and its impact because it seems so simple or short or something. An example of this was I was chatting with a friend of a family member recently who I met for a first time and we didn't have very long to chat and so I just said to her I said you know so tell me who are you what are you up to what are you doing with yourself uh, just as a way of trying to get to know her quickly and she said something along lines of I'm a really broke student who's constantly reassessing my life or something like that and I was like whoa what kind of messaging is that to identify with and I wonder how many times she has said that to herself or to other people and because uh, I've been setting a bit of a theme of money through March and so from a money perspective how is that label, that story of I am a really broke student helping her? I don't even want to say it because it's not, I don't want to attach it to me. But that story gets embedded every time she says it. And the risk is that she just will keep living that story out forever in different ways. But attaching her identity to that is not setting herself up for success. And I know that because I'm a coach and have studied a lot about human behavior, I think that sometimes I can be really annoying to be around, especially when it comes to the language that people use and how that helps them or holds them back. Now, I didn't in that instance jump you know, in and talk to her about her identity beliefs because that wouldn't be appropriate, but it was very much going on in my mind. And look, admittedly, thinking about this sort of thing can feel a bit weird at first because how you would complete the sentence, I am, there's so many different ways you could answer that or finish that sentence. But it's a worthwhile game to play just to see what comes out for you. Another one that you can try is to complete the sentence, I always or I never. Because any of those answers, any of how you complete those sentences is going to give you some insight into the stories that you are running with. Now, for me, a big one that I have been becoming increasingly clear of recently is an ongoing story around how hard I have to work. 
and maybe it's something around that I have created a story and would finish that sentence by saying I am a hard worker and what comes with that is different kind of energy and vibe. What I've noticed is a different energy and focus that I put in when I am working for others compared to working for myself on my own projects. And I've known this intellectually, I guess, for for years. And I think that I have made actually amazing progress in many ways. And yet there's still evidence showing up that supports that story, which I know is holding me back or has been holding me back from making as much progress as I might want to on my own projects and my own message for the world, I guess, and from backing myself instead of being just a great supporter of others and the work that they want to put out in the world. And I think that I still want to be able to be a great supporter of others, and I think I still will be. However, I also want to be able to shift from that so that it's not just at the detriment of my own goals and my own message. So the game that I'm currently playing to try and shift this is to create a new story by telling myself a new story and therefore taking different action. So I'm experimenting with it a bit right now and looking at the different ways that I want to complete that sentence. That doesn't take away from my ability to support others whilst also allowing me to keep stepping up for myself as well. So the language that you will benefit from watching and being curious about is anything that you say after you say, I am. They are the two most important words you can say. They are incredibly impactful. So can you see how you would complete that sentence as a label or a story that is either going to help you or hold you back? And can you be compassionately vigilant about what you say after those two words? Can you experiment? with creating positive and empowering statements that will serve and support you to keep growing in the direction that you want to grow in. I read a a long post on Facebook the other day from a guy, friend of mine, who is going through a bit of a, I guess, a crossroads professionally. And he shared a bit of a story about the fact that he was a twin and that he, when he was younger, it was always said that his brother was the outgoing one and he was the shy one. And he's recognized that he's now in his 30s and that this has actually played out for him through his whole life and impacted the types of relationships that he's had, how he's shown up in different circumstances and a bit of a false mask that he's had to put on to pretend to be not the shy one. And it was really interesting for me to see from a, a, a different perspective how these kinds of labels and stories can actually play out throughout your life. It's interesting. This is probably not exactly what I thought this episode was going to be sharing, but, you know, there you have it. And all of this is part of you being CEOU because it starts with you accepting responsibility that this is your life. No one else is going to show up and live it for you. And if they did, it wouldn't be your life anyway. You know, and a small step that you can take to start to get into that CEO seat is to take responsibility for how you use language and is it empowering and supporting your growth or is it holding you back? 
So one sentence that I'm exploring to help experiment with making this change that I'm wanting around how hard I work for others versus how hard I work for me is I am stepping up and sharing my voice more and more. And there's probably more ways that I would be experimenting with completing that sentence. But I think that one's interesting about sharing my voice more and more. It's kind of ironic that I'm sharing this on this podcast, which took me about two years to launch. And this is very much about sharing my message and sharing uh, my voice more and more. So I guess that's actually evidence for me that maybe that sentence is becoming more true. And that's what you want to see. When you start to create these new stories, you then need to take some new action that then gives you evidence that that story is true and it becomes more and more embedded versus the old one. Another example where this played out because this has been top of mind for me about how I complete the sentence I am was I made myself go to the gym yesterday. I didn't really want to. I knew it would be good for me too, but I was feeling a bit tired and, you know, when you're in that headspace. But I just sort of was like, well, I am what I repeatedly do. And if health is important to me, then going to the gym is part of that and off I go. And I was starting the class and it was a booty bar class, which is a little combo of, I think it's ballet and Pilates or something combined. And anyway, it's quite fun. But there are times in it where, you know, it's a little bit hard, hurts, you know. And what I noticed was that what popped into my head at one point when we were about to do something that I was, you know, not excited about doing, I don't know, a whole lot of lunges or something that I knew was going to hurt. I I noticed in my head I was saying, I am becoming stronger every day. And it just popped into my head And it was another I am statement that then just gave me a little boost to go, yeah, I am becoming stronger every day. That means I don't have to be nailing this completely right now today, but because I'm doing it, I'm becoming stronger every day. And as I become stronger, it becomes easier for me. And it was just a little blip, a little moment, and it gave me uh, a bit of extra energy to power on. So it doesn't just have to be in the workspace, but how anytime you complete the sentence I am, what are you telling yourself? What's one way that you could finish that sentence that feels expansive and empowering for you? Something that will propel you forward in a positive direction in whatever aspect of your life. Maybe the starting point for you is just to be curious and to start to notice anytime you say that sentence, I am either out loud or to yourself, what do you say? Just starting to become aware of it is going to give you different insights that you can do something about. So that's it for another episode. Now, if you like being around people that have these kinds of discussions who want to be on your team, would I would love you to join the private Facebook group and connect with other CEOU types just like you so that we can help bring the best of who you are to what you do. I hope to see you there. Thanks for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.